I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, September 9th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Now, unless you're living under a rock, you've probably already heard about this, but Queen Elizabeth II has passed away at the age of 96, and obviously our thoughts are with the family as they mourn their loss. Jay, 96, it's, but she's been around for, you know, all of our lives. It's kind of hard to believe she's gone. It is hard to believe, maybe, but I don't want to sound callous, but she was 96, so it can't be that hard to believe that she was going to go soon. I think there's been lots of talk about it, and I wonder if people will now go back and watch The Crown on Netflix. This might be good for Netflix subscriptions, which we're going to talk about in a bit. Yeah, and the other interesting thing, too, is that there's like a whole protocol that has to execute now in London to, as part of the transition. Like there's a and the funeral and all of that, and so there's a whole logistical undertaking, of course. But yeah, look, we we our thoughts are with the family as they mourn, and yeah, it's it's just it's it's it's, it's one of those crazy events. Like you know, you you probably won't forget where you were when you heard it. That's right, and we, there's probably protocols, however, as well in Canada, as she is what our official head of state That's as well. Right. So for sure, we might have some sort of protocols to attend to as well. Not you and I, Brett, probably, but I assume people in government. Oh, well, I'm available, Jay. So if they need help, just ring me up. You're next on the list, Brett. Aside from your official duties with the royal family, what do we have for Peak Pals today? So we've got three just business stories. So we've, you know, not queen related. For our first story, low-income Canadians are getting some support. For our second story, the super yacht business is booming. And for our last story, companies are cutting back. For our first story, the federal government announced a new three-pronged plan. It's hard to say, three-pronged plan to introduce temporary relief measures aimed at helping low-income Canadians beat back inflationary pains. Brett, what did the plan include? Well, it's yeah, it's come at the right time, that's for sure. And we saw that yesterday with the rate hike, Jay. So the plan announced yesterday was in Vancouver, and it contains components that would fulfill some requirements of the Liberal NDP alliance they came to a few months ago. It includes, well, a temporary boost to the GST tax credit, a $500 top up to the Canada housing benefit available to eligible renters, the opening salvo of national dental care annual $600 payments over the next two years to families earning under $90,000 annually to pay for dental visits for children under 12. Now, some critics have argued that putting more money in people's pockets could further stoke inflation by allowing people to spend more frivolously thus driving up prices. Yes, but several surveys have shown Canadians, especially those with lower incomes, are dead set on spending less and not more. Plus, it's been those with the highest incomes doing the most consumer spending, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, in the US, the top 40% of income distribution accounts for 60% of all consumer spending, while the bottom 40% accounts for only 22%. And here's why it matters, Brett. Inflation has hit low-income Canadians the hardest, with people in these groups spending a disproportionate amount of their income on essentials like groceries and, in particular, rent. Now, the government's cash infusion could go a way to help low-income Canadians, though it might not be the solution to actually solving their struggles. For our second story, speaking of the wealthy doing more than their fair share of spending, Jay, the super yacht rental business is booming as the well-to-do want to hit the high seas in luxury and comfort. So, Jay, when are we booking our trip? Well, not anytime soon, and not because we can't afford it, but major yacht rental companies have seen bookings increase as much as 32% from last year as the rich want to get in on the post COVID cruise craze, but don't want to share the deck with, you know, the huddled masses. 
can you blame them, Jay? It's, it's, unfortunately, it's people like you and I, and we're just hanging out by the pool. And the current spike in super yacht rentals, it's actually not unlike the spike in private jet rentals, which has also happened this year. Well, we could take our private jets that we're renting to our private yachts, which we're also renting to our private helicopters to get on and off. And who wouldn't want a super yacht excursion, Brett? I want folks to... <laughs> To come take a look at the octopus. You can find a link in the show notes, but also in the newsletter, which is a 126-meter beauty equipped with a gym, a cinema, an observation lounge, and, of course, the helipads, because how else are you going to get there? And it could all be yours for the low, low price of $2.2 million per week. It's a steal, Jane, if you ask me. You know, you can't put a price on luxury like that. And here's why the super yard market is doing so well. So despite a decline in wealthy Russian clientele, obviously they're kind of they're kind of out of the game now, and fewer yachts available for rent because all the Russian ones have been seized, a rush of new yachting newbies have been lured by the comfort, status, and space for large groups. It's just too convenient, Jay. Right. One renter told Bloomberg that 35% of its clients this year are new to yachting compared with 15% previously. So there's a whole new class of yachters out there. And we welcome them to the club, which brings us to why the luxury yacht market matters to us peasants, Jay, unfortunately. As the rich continue to get richer, demand for luxury goods has proven resilient against inflation. And though most of the new yachters have been Americans, it's part of a trend of excess spending in the U.S. that's trickling into Canada and it's actually impacting our own inflation. For our last story. Corporate swag bags may soon become an ancient relic of the past, disappearing with memories of money flowing freely through corporate America's expense accounts. As Netflix looks to cut costs in the face of slowing growth, the company is searching high and low for more opportunities to save money per the Wall Street Journal. The company suffered nearly 1 million subscriber casualties last quarter alone. The streaming wars are no joke, Brett, and has laid off 400 people and cut spending on content. Now, Netflix operating expenses, they rose 15% from the prior year in 2021 as it spent more on programming, salaries, and content delivery. And super yachts. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think Netflix is renting super yachts. And it matters because as financial pressures pile on and tech companies zero in on profit goals, many of them for the first time, you can expect most companies to dial back corporate expenses like swag bags and Patagonia vests. Yeah, we've got a few examples here. In the last month, Microsoft and Google have asked their employees to cut back on business travel and company events to keep costs down, like many other struggling companies. A TikTok of the perks at LinkedIn's Chicago office, complete with hot towels, free breakfast, ping pong, and a quiet room, recently sparked debate over workplace perks and their costs. Sounds like peak HQ. That means no more team offsites, Lizzo concerts, branded baby onesies, and no more in-person meetings when a virtual option is available. I once saw a private Beyonce show when I worked at Uber, Jay. That's how crazy it was. <laughs> that does not surprise me, but are you taking the Lizzo tickets away? From our team, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what's next, Brett. The streamer is taking steps that include giving up studios and offices, limiting corporate swag, controlling cloud computing costs, and hiring staff right out of college. Pete Pelsa, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I wasn't here yesterday. So I missed Uncle Matt's birthday. So the best uncle in the world. He is not Canadian, nor does he live here, but he listens to the podcast religiously. He will absolutely hear this. Matt Rosenthal, happy birthday in South Florida. Happy birthday, Matt. 